It's Thursday, June 28, 2018. We will vote to confirm Justice Kennedy's successor this fall. Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy's retirement is bad news for the climate. For the people who live here, there's nothing to come home to burn to scrap and ash. New wildfires hit Northern California and five other states. Federal judge dismisses San Francisco's climate liability lawsuit. Plus, when we decide to take action, the world by default gets better. Bright spots in the primaries as progressive climate hawks win upset victories. All of that upset and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Nature is not a political game. It is now, Governor Brown. And the bad guys just rolled Yahtzee. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, lots of concerns about whoever the replacement may be for Justice Anthony Kennedy and, of course, concerns about the climate along with it. Yep. Kennedy's retirement from the U.S. Supreme Court is an ominous development that could bring about sweeping changes to both U.S. environmental law and the federal government's authority to address climate change. So it's potentially bad not just for the nation, but for the planet and future generations because of the need to act on climate right now. Justice Kennedy's record was pretty positive overall on environmental protection. He was the crucial fifth vote in the land Mark ruling Massachusetts versus EPA, which upheld the Environmental Protection Agency's authority to regulate the greenhouse gases that cause dangerous climate change. A more conservative Supreme Court could overhaul established public health protections like the Clean Air Act and the Clean Water Act and even the Endangered Species Act. And significant climate policy and pollution lawsuits are now headed to the U.S. Supreme Court, like President Obama's Clean Power Plan that set the first ever carbon emission standards for power plants. Bottom line, adding another anti-environment, anti-regulation, right-wing justice like Neil Gorsuch to the bench will likely push the court to further restrict the scope of federal authority and limit environmental justice. You know, I wish I had a snarky comment here, but I really don't. I don't blame you. Speaking of justice, a climate liability lawsuit against major oil companies that was brought by the cities of San Francisco and Oakland was dismissed by a federal judge this week. The cities were seeking damages to pay for the costs and impacts of rising sea levels. In his ruling, District Court Judge William Alsup called the dangers of climate change, quote, very real and noted that the fossil fuel companies did not dispute that burning their products causes global warming. But he said that it is a global problem that requires a global solution beyond the court's power to provide and said that Congress and the executive branch must solve it. Oh, well, that should go very well. So ExxonMobil, BP and Chevron escaped blame for those public costs, but other ongoing climate liability lawsuits continue to wend their way through state and local courts. So this is just one judge who turned down this uh, suit. Other judges may see it completely differently. That's correct. Of course, if they do, Those cases, I suspect, will go all the way to the Supreme Court, 
and then they'll die. We'll just have to see. Too cynical? Meanwhile, four new wildfires have erupted in Northern California amid high winds and high temperatures, including one less than 20 miles away from the catastrophic and deadly wine country fires last fall that obliterated entire neighborhoods. The Pawnee Fire has already destroyed homes and forced thousands to evacuate. It is Lake County, California's fourth major wildfire in just four years. Mm. A new study concludes that U.S. oil and gas drillers are leaking far more methane than previously estimated by the federal government, some 60% more. Led by the Environmental Defense Fund, the study, published in the journal Science, estimates that about $2 billion worth of natural gas is lost to leaks every year in the United States, enough to heat 10 million homes. Because methane is a powerful greenhouse gas, it has a big impact on climate change. But the good news, the authors say, is that most of the leakage can be stopped at relatively low cost to industry. Finally, there is a bright spot of good news. I'll take it. Progressive climate hawk candidates scored upset victories in 2018 primary elections this week. In Utah, Navajo Kenneth Maryboy unseated incumbent Rebecca Benali for San Juan County Commissioner. Benali supported the Trump administration's gutting of the Bears Ears National Monument boundaries against the wishes of the majority of Navajo tribal members in the state. And the voters tossed her out? Yes, they did. Good for them. And in the New York primary, progressive candidate and climate hawk Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won the Democratic nomination for House District 14 against longtime incumbent Democratic Representative Joe Crowley. Ocasio-Cortez calls for transitioning the nation to 100 percent renewable electricity by 2035. Go Alexandria for much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today. Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and please share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.